Hi, Ed Burdett here. As we start this week's readings, I want to briefly say that this podcast is a labor of love that's funded entirely by listener donations. Each day of the week, we offer scripture readings, and every Friday, we include a devotional called REAP, where we read, examine, apply, and pray over a section of scripture. If you find value in what we offer, or if you'd like to help spread Bible resources across the world, would you consider supporting us financially? You can do that by visiting oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully offer their support. Once again, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com slash give. Thanks for considering, and now for today's reading. Today's reading begins in Habakkuk, chapter 1, starting in verse 1. The revelation which Habakkuk the prophet saw, Lord, how long will I cry, and you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence, and will you not save? Why do you show me iniquity and look at perversity? For destruction and violence are before me. There is strife, and contention rises up. Therefore the law is paralyzed, and justice never prevails, for the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore justice comes out perverted. Look amongst the nations, watch and wonder marvelously, for I am working a work in your days which you will not believe though it is told you. For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation who march through the width of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. They are feared and dreaded. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses also are swifter than leopards and are more fierce than the evening wolves. Their horsemen press proudly on. Yes, their horsemen come from afar. They fly as an eagle that hurries to devour. All of them come for violence. Their hordes face forward. They gather prisoners like sand. Yes, they scoff at kings, and princes are a derision to them. They laugh at every stronghold, for they build up an earthen ramp and take it. Then they sweep by like the wind and go on. They are indeed guilty, whose strength is their God. Aren't you from everlasting, Lord, my God, my Holy One? We will not die. Lord, you have appointed them for judgment. You, rock, have established him to punish. You who have purer eyes than to see evil, and who cannot look on perversity, why do you tolerate those who deal treacherously, and keep silent when the wicked swallows up the man who is more righteous than he, and make men like the fish of the sea, like the creeping things that have no ruler over them? He takes up all of them with a hook, he catches them in his net and gathers them in his dragnet. Therefore he rejoices and is glad. Therefore he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet, because by them his life is luxurious and his food is good. Will he therefore continually empty his net and kill the nations without mercy? I will stand at my watch and set myself on the ramparts and will look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. The Lord answered me, Write the vision, and make it plain on tablets, that he who runs may read it. For the vision is yet for the appointed time, and it hurries towards the end, and won't prove false. Though it takes time, wait for it, because it will surely come. It won't delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright in him, but the righteous will live by his faith. 
Yes, moreover, wine is treacherous. An arrogant man who doesn't stay at home, who enlarges his desire as Sheol, he is like death and can't be satisfied, but gathers to himself all nations and heaps to himself all peoples. Won't all these take up a parable against him and a taunting proverb against him and say, Woe to him who increases that which is not his and who enriches himself by extortion. How long? Won't your debtors rise up suddenly and wake up those who make you tremble and you will be their victim? Because you have plundered many nations, all the remnant of the peoples will plunder you because of men's blood and for the violence done to the land, to the city and to all who dwell in it. Woe to him who gets an evil gain for his house, that he may set his nest on high, that he may be delivered from the hand of evil. You have devised shame to your house by cutting off many peoples, and have sinned against your soul. For the stone will cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the woodwork will answer it. Woe to him who builds a town with blood, and establishes a city by iniquity. Behold, isn't it from the Lord of armies that the peoples labor for the fire, and the nations weary themselves for vanity? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's glory, as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives his neighbor drink, pouring your inflaming wine until they are drunk, so that you may gaze at their naked bodies. You are filled with shame, and not glory. You will also drink and be exposed. The cup of the Lord's right hand will come around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and the destruction of the animals will terrify you, because of men's blood, and for the violence done to the land, to every city, and to those who dwell in them. What value does the engraved image have, that its maker has engraved it? The molten image, even the teacher of lies, that he who fashions its form trusts in it, to make mute idols. Woe to him who says to the wood, Awake, or to the mute stone, Arise! Shall this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all within it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. A prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet, set to victorious music. Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Renew your work in the middle of the years. In the middle of the years, make it known. In wrath, you remember mercy. God came from Teman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and His praise filled the earth. His splendor is like the sunrise. Rays shine from His hand, where His power is hidden. Plague went before Him, and pestilence followed His feet. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains were crumbled. The age-old hills collapsed. His ways are eternal. I saw the tents of Cushan in affliction. The dwellings of the land of Midian trembled. Was the Lord displeased with the rivers? Was your anger against the rivers, or your wrath against the sea, that you rode on your horses, on your chariots of salvation? You uncovered your bow, you called for your sworn arrows. You split the earth with rivers, the mountains saw you and were afraid, the storm of waters passed by, the deep roared and lifted up its hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in the sky at the light of your arrows as they went, at the shining of your glittering spear. You marched through the land in wrath. You threshed the nations in anger. You went out for the salvation of your people, for the salvation of your anointed. You crushed the head of the land of wickedness. You stripped them head to foot. You pierced the heads of his warriors with their own spears. They came as a whirlwind to scatter me, gloating as if to devour the wretched in secret. You trampled the sea with your horses, churning mighty waters. I heard, and my body trembled. My lips quivered at the voice. 
Rottenness enters into my bones, and I tremble in my place, because I must wait quietly for the day of trouble, for the coming up of the people who invade us. For even though the fig tree doesn't flourish, nor fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive fails, the fields yield no food, the flocks are cut off from the fold, and there is no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The Lord, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like deer's feet, and enables me to go in high places. For the music director, on my stringed instruments. Revelation chapter 9, beginning in verse 1. The fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star from the sky which had fallen to the earth. The key to the pit of the abyss was given to him. He opened the pit of the abyss, and smoke went up out of the pit, like the smoke from a burning furnace. The sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke from the pit. Then out of the smoke came locusts on the earth, and power was given to them, as the scorpions of the earth have power. They were told that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, neither any tree, but only those people who don't have God's seal on their foreheads. They were given power, not to kill them, but to torment them for five months. Their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a person. In those days people will seek death, and will in no way find it. They will desire to die, and death will flee from them. The shapes of the locusts were like horses prepared for war. On their heads were something like golden crowns, and their faces were like people's faces. They had hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like those of lions. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron. The sound of their wings was like the sound of many chariots and horses rushing to war. They have tails like those of scorpions, with stingers. In their tails they have the power to harm men for five months. They have over them as king the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek he has the name Apollyon. The first woe is past. Behold, there are still two woes coming after this. The sixth angel sounded. I heard a voice from the horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Free the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. The four angels were freed who had been prepared for that hour and day and month and year, so that they might kill one-third of mankind. The number of the armies of the horsemen was two hundred million. I heard the number of them. Thus I saw the horses in the vision, and those who sat on them, having breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow, and the horses' heads resembled lions' heads. Out of their mouths proceed fire, smoke, and sulfur. By these three plagues, one-third of mankind was killed, by the fire, the smoke, and the sulfur, which proceeded out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents, and have heads, and with them they harm. The rest of mankind, who were not killed with these plagues, didn't repent of the works of their hands, that they wouldn't worship demons, and the idols of gold, and of silver, and of brass, and of stone, and of wood, which can't see, hear, or walk. They didn't repent of their murders, their sorceries, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Psalm 137, beginning in verse 1. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yes, we wept when we remembered Zion. On the willows in that land we hung up our harps. For there those who led us captive asked us for songs. Those who tormented us demanded songs of joy. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. 
Let my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I don't remember you. If I don't prefer Jerusalem above my chief joy, remember, Lord, against the children of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, Raise it, raise it even to its foundation. Daughter of Babylon, doomed to destruction, he will be happy who repays you, as you have done to us. Happy shall he be who takes and dashes your little ones against the rock. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 10. Don't slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you be held guilty. Mm-hmm.